This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL. Hello, Joe G. Aaron Hawks are with you on a Tuesday. 20 minutes from now, our lightning bets are fair plays for today. Who knows? Maybe I'll have a baseball parlay lined up for a Tuesday. That's coming up in about 20 minutes. But let's have a discussion about college football after talking to Brad Powers, who's a great guest. Obviously, he's in the market. I mean, placing all – I mean, that's incredible. It, I know for him this is what he does. So, you know, that many bets are ready for the college football season. That's not a lot for him. It's just what he does. He finds value, makes a bet. But – it's astonishing, like that he's got that many already. He's he's that invested, you know, sixty something for week one or whatever, uh, two hundred something for the season already. I thought it was interesting listening to him talk about. He, he thinks there's a lot of uncertainty in the market. I feel like college football might have the most uncertainty now because of the NIL, Aaron, and and all these players changing. It's like we used to have a grasp on what one year to the next would look like. Now I don't think the average better does. Yeah, and I think my biggest takeaway also was just get on it early. You know, you right. see you see the the lines posted, like he said, in May, the earliest they've ever, you know, put these week one games up to jump on it early because this stuff is going to move and it's going to get so sharp by the time week one is actually here that you really miss the boat. That's not the time to start betting it. That was my biggest takeaway. I thought that was great advice. We're still six weeks away from week number one, and he was pointing out that the Marshall win total has already moved to win and a half. So when you're watching the Stanley Cup finals and when you're watching the NBA finals playoffs go on for months and months, he's diving into this. Where are players going and backups and the, the losses for specific teams? Nobody's doing that, mm-hmm. and that information is tougher to come by. That's That's the challenging part knowing where to go for all this information because a lot of the preview magazines, they're not out there yet. Like Phil Steele, I, j- just uh, starting to see him uh, pump his stuff out there. I don't know that it's that it's out there yet or, or that you can order. Like even with the NFL, Warren Sharps is not out there yet too. So that you start to lose a lot of the value in those numbers. And hearing 240 bets, probably 250 by the end of this week, Maybe that is alarming, but you've got to remember, this is his deal. Sure. College football and some NFL, but more college football. So, and and we're going to lose all those options with the the conference futures. That's going to go away. I wonder if we'll be able to do division futures in the future. I'm not not sure. Uh, We'll we'll see how it all ends up shaking out. But there I also had more questions we didn't even get to, which we'll have to address in our next visit. We didn't even get to the title odds and how things are. I was going to ask that next too. (laughs) Right. So it's interesting with title odds. You mentioned, I I feel like the first thing we all do as a, as betters and sports fans, we look at the title odds, right? Like for a new season. And I'm glad that's like the last thing we looked at. Me too, because I think it's uninteresting. I, I mean, when he uh-huh. said that USC is overhyped, my first thought, oh, let me look at the bet MGM odds. Where are they? They're tied for fifth. If they're overhyped, I mean, are, are, and we didn't get to talk to him. Maybe we could have him on again before the season. Are we talking about only three or four teams could win the whole thing? Like, are we there already before the season starts? Obviously, Alabama is the favorite. Georgia, the returning mm-hmm. champion, although they lost a lot. And I like Ohio State this year. There are, so Alabama's plus 190, Ohio State plus 350, Georgia plus 350. Then there's Clemson at 12 to 1. If he thinks USC is overhyped, they're next at 20 to 1. 
Like, what does that mean for all the teams below USC? It's going to be those four teams, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, all in the playoff? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Well, then, I mean, the one thing he said is interesting is that Tennessee idea. My my I, I mean my brain perked up when he said that Tennessee is fifty to one to win the uh to win the SEC. If you win the SEC, you go to the playoff. Yeah. For the title right now. And if you shop right. around, maybe you can find a better number. I don't know. It's not something I've taken a look at yet. But yeah, no, that's the odds are saying these three teams are going to be in the playoff, and then mm-hmm. it's kind of up for grabs for your fourth run for your fourth one. If you want to go that route, um, you know, to, to back up the point about the title odds, I, I was reading his uh, his spring preview, and yeah, everybody's got Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State in that order, and the Ohio State number's actually gone down a little bit. I remember when it was five to one a while back, and now we're plus three fifty at most spots, and then kind of in between is Clemson. Then there's everybody else. Then there's everybody else. He lists. We didn't get to this. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to talk to him a couple more times before we get to the start of the season. Sure. But he listed six teams that could make a playoff run, and these are longer-shot teams. So, to, like it usually is, there's probably one of the four spots is going to go to a team that's viewed as a long shot right now, and I'm saying that 50-1 to one or, or better. He's, he listed six teams that could make a playoff run. Michigan... At the time, they were 50 to 1. We'd have to check where they are right now. Obviously, snow is overrated. Uh, so it's like a snover, I believe is what you called it last year when you wanted to play it in a game. Well, where the total... I, I just want to be clear that, that yeah. snover is 35. Ooh. Without Lincoln, Rob. how funny would that be if Lincoln does not live up to expectations year one at USC and, and Venables at, takes his. Whether it's my but whether it's my term or not, UCF Gabriel he puts up some numbers, and sure. they like to not play defense in that conference still, even though Lincoln Riley's leaving. So that that would, uh, yeah, I could see that. That that would be a fun story. He mentioned the Aggies, Texas A and M. They're now they're twenty that, to one. Yeah, they're right there with USC. Right, uh, that number's dropped a little bit. How about the Irish with the first year head coach after Brian Kelly? That would be fun as well. 40 to 1, and then a super long shot he threw in there was NC State. Whoa, and they are 150 to 1? I see them 150, but maybe there's a there's a 200 out there. Uh, he, he mentions that NC State could be favored in as many as 11 games, uh, only a dog in the Clemson game, obviously. Well, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna go look at NC State's win total if they're favoring oh, eleven. Are, are they gonna be the Washington of last year? Oh no! His favorite, the Huskies. That cut deep. Like she's like, I'm from there. I, oh wait, you lived a, a good amount of your life there. I grew there. up there. Yeah, you wanted and it so to happen, like, and uh. I think the thing that stings too is like you stare at day in your bet slip, and it just the anger starts <laughs> fueling. Not even in the mix. All right, they're seven to one. Win the ACC, NC State seven to one to win the ACC. Oh no, and eight and a half is the win total. If they're favoring eleven games, that's it. That's an intriguing number. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting hearing him talk about the Heisman. 
two yeah. things stood out. It, it feels like we could be in store for a weird year. C.J. Stroud's the favorite, but he said the favorite doesn't usually win. Bryce Young is second, but how often do we get back-to-backs? That is, that is pretty rare. Mm-hmm. And then he opened the door to Will Anderson. Now, it feels like the number is, is moved to where you're getting less value. I feel like Will Anderson was 30 or 40 a couple months ago, and we first saw that these things posted. I saw him 20 to 1 uh, this morning, Will Anderson from Alabama. Maybe so it's a weird year. Anderson getting a little bit of buzz at the end of last year. Right. So did Aiden Hutchinson. And, and there were people making the case, oh, that's interesting because – like just like Brad Power said right there, I've heard of that opinion a lot that Anderson truly is the best player on that roster, but he's not on the offensive side of the ball, so he's not going to get that sort of recognition. But maybe he will this year because there there was some there were some rumblings last year about that. The numbers started to get cut, so maybe the name is the name values there. People are watching from the start. They're the best team in the country, and it's not all because of the quarterback. That's tough though. That's tough. That's tough to beat out a quarterback this day and age. Now, we've seen it with wide receiver. But Devontae. what that usually means is you have team success, and the guys that are at the top of the odds board right now, they all disappoint. Trevor Lawrence that year, he disappointed when Devontae won. Uh, there were some injuries as well to some others at the top of the board. It's like everything has to fall your way. Well, the right now is um... – Two of the top six or seven are not quarterbacks. Uh, Will Anderson and then Bijan Robinson, the running back from Texas. Oh, your guy. My guy. Though I don't like that number. 16 to 1. That's I, I wish there's more value on that. But it just it lends itself to maybe this is a weird year where it's not what we think. It's not a quarterback. You can already do Bama versus the field. Georgia versus the field. Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State against the field. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State is minus 340. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. I would take minus, that. Minus 340. Do you I'm, think anyone besides those teams is going to win? No, I don't, but I'm not laying 340 to win 100. Now, Alabama, Georgia – that changes things up. That's minus one fourteen. About even. You don't. You don't have Ohio State. If I, I right. think Ohio State's going to win, like I think they just. They, I think they have the best team this year. I did too. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I that if I had to pick a team right now, I've been saying Ohio State for those uh, crossword parlays. Yep. When I go to college football, I always put in Ohio State. Well, because they get you get pretty decent value. It's like yeah. plus three fifty or whatever, depending on where you get it. Would you rather bet Ohio State plus three fifty or CJ Stroud plus two hundred? Ohio, Ohio State, State plus three fifty. I think so. Plus, he could get hurt and miss a game or two. They win without him, and then he comes back. He doesn't win the Heisman. They win the whole thing. I'm doing my own nickel or dime. Ohio State plus three fifty <laughs> or Bryce Young plus four hundred. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Bryce Young's winning back to back Heisman's. So Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Does how small Bryce Young after, is worry you those top three guys? After so those tiny. top three guys, huge drop off. Could things go wrong for all three? Yes. 
quite easily. We see it most years. And in most most of the apps, you go from after the top three down to 30 to one at a lot of spots. Anyway, for our long shot. Uh... Now, by the way, that that'd be John Robinson number. I also see 50s out there. So, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's my guy. The other <laughs> name I thought of quickly as we talked uh, to Brad, because he mentioned how much he loves Tennessee as a long shot to win the SEC. If blindly, and I'm not going to pretend I know a lot about the kid, Hendon Hooker's their quarterback. He's 50 to 1 to win the Heisman at BetMGM. If they win the SEC, is it, doesn't he have to be a Heisman candidate? That's my guy. Hendon Hooker? Name alone. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome name. Jail. Jail. <laughs> it's phenomenal, though. Uh... But uh, another thing that, that stood out to me, and it makes perfect sense, especially when you get into college athletics, and, yeah, it feels like it might be a week or two away. Maybe we wish college football was a week or two away. But at, at this juncture, you're still going to find value in the smaller conferences. That's the stuff that people don't like yep. to talk about. They're not talking about on ESPN or any of those shows yeah. that are covering college football at this point. That's where you're going to find some value. The information is not readily available. You've got to dig for it. The conference futures and the win totals for the smaller conferences is, is where it's at. It is. Well, and, he, and he gave us a, a couple of those. Appalachian State, Toledo. Yep. Yeah. I like how we all wrote them down or put them in our bet slip. We're all, we're all ready to go. 100%. I mean, Toledo's always in the mix with the Mac. Right? And for them to be 4-1, exactly. to one, it's basically saying they're, they're by far the best team. They should be winning this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be critical for us, our listeners, to listen to the experts in college football like Brad. I mean, we, we have experts on for the NFL, but also sometimes I agree or disagree with them. Like, Brad knows stuff about college that, like, I don't think any of us have the time to know. A lot, like a lot of people aren't going to realize until we're one month into the season, and by then it's all gone. Right. Like when he mentioned that, whatever, three offensive linemen for Virginia, NIL, they're out. Like he knows that. Most of us don't know that. So that's yeah. it's interesting just to hear that and uh, dive in this. I feel like I'm uh, I'm more ready for football now than I have. I haven't – like today's the first day I really am excited that football is not that far away. We did two segments on NFL. We did two on college. We're not that far away now. Strap no. in for MLB All Star break, buddy. Yeah. Well, at least we get the home, at least we get your boy Albert Pujols in the home run derby. I'm not interested. When that comes on, is that on ESPN again? Who's calling it? So. Are they bringing digging out Chris Berman from the grave to do this? <laughs> oh, no, you know who's got it, Ravage, and I'll watch it on mute. So boring. Yeah, I will not watch. I won't listen to a second. Of Cara Ravage to the home run derby. Not a second. What is it? What is the game they play at? The softball celebrity softball game they air celebrity, that was yeah. like recorded three weeks ago that they air afterwards. <laughs> I won't watch that either. Joe Joe. O, Joe G, Aaron Oxford, <laughs> Beck UL Daily. On the other side, lightning bets are fair plays for tonight, right here on the Beck UL Network. 